Hello, I'm Zenon Malari with Happy Ending Chocolate. Hi, this is Chef Mariana from Massasoit. Hi, I'm Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circa Las Vegas, and you're on with Two Sharp Chefs. Hello, and thanks for joining us. Two Sharp Chefs in a Microphone here. I'm Lorraine Moss, chef and journalist. And I'm Louis Victor, chef and professional food photographer. We started this podcast in memory of one of the best food culture ambassadors of all time, Anthony Bourdain. In his memory, we wanted to do the right thing and build a better sense of community among cooks, chefs, restaurant workers, and food lovers here in Las Vegas and worldwide. We're just a couple weeks from Thanksgiving, Louie. Yeah. So we have the charming young owner of Poppin' Pies for this podcast. Little small business that's growing pretty quickly here in Las Vegas. And because we have Poppin' Pies on, we are talking for pandemic provisions. We are talking about our favorite pies. Louie, you go first. Well... My favorite pie is a peach pie. Mm -hmm. So there's actually a national uh, peach pie day. It's August 24th at the peak of the peach harvest season. But I'm going to talk about how healthy peaches are. Okay. So they prevent cancer. They support healthy eye and digestion. They promote healthy skin. And they're so super high in antioxidants that target cancer and uh, they scrape excess cholesterol from arteries. So peach pie lovers out there, you're actually consuming them and, you know, hosting like a whole horde of like other health benefits. Yeah. I mean, you're getting some nutrition, but you're also getting quite a bit of sugar in a pie. I mean, we have to admit that. Totally. It's delicious, though, and there are some health benefits. Speaking of delicious, um, my pie is perfect for this time of year, and it honestly is my favorite pie all year round. I mean, I wish I could have it all year round. It's the pumpkin pie, and I take it a step further, and I like to make a pumpkin pie cheesecake because I like, you know, just that double layer of, like, cheesecake and a pumpkin pie. Um, That's how I do it. Uh, The pumpkin pie goes back hundreds of years Um, even before the first Thanksgiving um, pumpkin pie was available Um, of course it became even more popular um, in 1863 when Abraham Lincoln uh, officially started Thanksgiving in the United States and an interesting fact about pumpkin pie is it became much easier for the home person or the home cook to make a pumpkin pie in 1929 and the reason for that is the same reason that it's easier for us today. In 1929, Libby's Meat Canning Company introduced a pumpkin puree in a can. And so that took away that, you know, lengthy and kind of arduous process of having to deal with roasting it and like doing all the things that you have to do to make pumpkin pie um, from the gourd itself. From the gourd? Um, like the this gourd. one, <laughs> like Giant. that gourd. <laughs> Freaking gourd. This is huge. Oh my god. I gotta put it down. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, pumpkin pie, peach pie, um, pies are freaking amazing. They're pretty much like you know one of the best like comfort food, sugary comfort foods that you can possibly have in America. And so we are talking pop and pies, pies right now. 
Louis, today we are excited to speak with the young and exciting owner of the new business, Poppin' Pies. So you always had sort of a pie dream. You've had it for many years now. Uh, I believe that the pandemic kind of pushed you into high gear. Yeah, yeah. So um, back in 2018, I was still working at Robichon and I don't know, I was starting to think about like my future, like what I wanted to do eventually. And uh, I don't know, I just kind of had this idea of like a pie shop and it, for some reason, it just always made sense to me. But like, so I started an Instagram account and then like, I kind of put it on the back burner because I was always busy at work. Mm -hmm. Uh, Aren't yeah. we all in the kitchen, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then when the pandemic hit, uh, I don't know, like, it was cool, like, for the first few weeks, I wasn't doing much. And then I remembered that I wanted to do this whole pie business thing. So I thought, like, why not? Let me give it a shot. So Poppin' Pies, you've got that adorable logo of the girl holding the pie. It's all pop arty. looks like a comic book. Uh, What's your inspiration? What are some of your pop cultural references? Um, I think, you know, just I always grew up loving cartoons, like comics and everything. So when I was thinking of like what the the theme would be for Pop and Pies, I was like, I kind of want it to be pop culture. So that's I guess that's the pop from. Right. Um, but everyone like interprets it like a different way. They think like, oh, you're popping pies in the oven. But yeah. Yeah, oh, no, cool. I just wanted it to be more like pop culture, pop art. So it was actually um, oh. a friend of mine that drew the logo. She's a caricature artist. So yeah. she just kind of like came up to me one day and was like, hey, I drew you a logo. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. I'm so using mm, it. I want uh, a friend that draws us a logo. Jeez. Right? I know. Yeah, let me know. Her name is uh, Sam, Sam Artsy Pants on uh, Instagram. Sam okay. Artsy Pants. There's a pleasure. Shout out to Sam Archie Pants. Sam Archie Pants, shout soon. out, make us a logo. <laughs> yeah, you're going to hear from us soon. So what are some of those pop cultural references? Because you say you're totally into pop culture. Like, are you talking about music? Are you talking about actual comic books? Are you talking about, you know, movies? Like, what specifically? Like, what, give us a little bit of, like, background on, like, the Andrea love of pop. Oh, man. Um, I think when I think of pop culture, I just think of, like, every movie when I was a kid that I loved, like, <laughs> I love, like, Back to the Future, Indiana Jones, uh, like, all the cartoons, like, Batman animated series, X-Men, <laughs> like, I watched it all as a kid. She's in our age bracket, Lil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, those are all our pop culture references. <laughs> yeah. That's so cute. Um, okay, so you did talk about L'Atelier, that that was your last job. Um, you've worked for, you know, some really big time chefs, the like Joel Robichon, obviously, most re recently. And then obviously you also worked for, the, for Thomas Keller um, when you were working at Bouchon. So these are some like really big names, some really big restaurants. Uh, what do you take then with, you know, working at such special restaurants? I learned that there's a way to work in a kitchen, you know, you work organized and that actually helps you like move faster in a way, if that makes any sense, mm -hmm. like, you know, move in, organized, clean, like I'm pretty set at home. Like I'm able to work like, like I'm working at Robichon or Bouchon, like I have the same kitchen mentality, I guess. 
Yeah. I mean, what about, what about in terms of like creativity? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you take from like working with like such big name chefs and, and such stellar kitchens? Right. Because oh, you've got so many people around you. I mean, obviously, you know, as we all know, it's not like you're every day working with these people. You're not always with Jose Andres when you're working at Bazaar. But I mean, they hire the kind of people that are amazing. You know, that level of restaurant and that level of kitchen has just, uh, you know, a much higher standard. For sure. Um, yeah, I learned, uh, so like Bouchon and like Joel Rubichon that are kind of different in a way where Bouchon, it's more of a rustic when it comes to dessert. And then L'Atelier or Robuchon, um, they're more very, they're like very intricate, very detailed work. So, and I try to bind both of like, of what I learned from both restaurants into Pop and Pies. So like all the like little skills that I've learned um, and it kind of helps me create new pies in a way. Like, cause I have a basic understanding of how things work now because of I, I've been working with these restaurants for so long. Yeah. So. Um, their pastries. And in both cases, cause even though you say Bouchon's a little bit more rustic, mm-hmm. we're still talking Thomas Keller rustic. We're not talking like yeah. rustic grandma. So not that there's anything wrong with grandma pies. Cause no. I love grandma. Grandma pies are amazing. It's uh, rustic. Um, Rustic, but like classically classically correct. Right. Um, But in all those cases, they're kind of fancy smancy when you come to like, you know, if you consider, you know, a pie of American everyday pie. So how then when you have all these fancy schmancy desserts around you as inspiration, how do you end up with pies? I think when it comes to pies, there's something more wholesome about it. Uh, very comforting, you know, it's a, it's a labor of love. It doesn't have to be too, too fancy schmancy, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, I love the fact that it's comfort food. Yeah. And shareable. Um, yes. tart is not really shareable. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so we've got a pie person with us, Louie, a pie expert. You sit there and you do pies all day. So Give some tips because we're just a couple of weeks away from everybody in the entire country making pies. Yeah. Uh, what are some tips for people like, you know, things like common mistakes that you might see or things that make it easier? Because I think a lot of the time, you know, people don't realize how awesome it is to make your own pie crust. Like a lot of people will just be like, I'm going to go to the store and buy a pie crust when you can make one for super cheap and pretty easy. Like what are some tips that you have coming into Thanksgiving and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think my, one of my biggest tips is, uh, people think that when you're doing pie dough, it has to be like super, super cold and you tend to, uh, crack the dough that way when you're, when you're trying to roll it out and it's like super cold. So you wanna, yeah, just give it like five minutes till it's like kind of yeah, chill, hang out at room temp and then start rolling. And then, uh, when you're rolling, uh, one of my favorite tips is like, as you're rolling, just keep rotating your disc like 10 degrees. Hmm. And that's how you yeah. get your perfect circle. Yeah. Right. Oh. I can never roll a perfect circle. for the Me world. neither. Me neither. But we're not pastry people either. So that's, that's a whole nother thing. It's a whole nother like art form. But I mean, is that the big secret in the circle is like that 10 degree move? Yeah. For, well, for me, it's worked. Um, cause I mean, it still happens to me every now and then. I'll get like a really oblong shape. 
But I found that like once I consistently keep turning it and just mm-hmm. applying like that even pressure as you're rolling, mm-hmm. it, it really helps when you're baking a lot, like especially custard pies, like uh, pumpkin hey. pie, for example. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people tend to overcook it. Okay. I found. Mm. Uh, that's why you get like those big old cracks in the middle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's because it was overcooked. So when you're baking it, um, once you're pulling it out of the oven, you want it to have like a slight jiggle almost in the middle. Mm. Yeah. And the, um, once you pull it out, it's still going to be cooking. Yes. So and it's going to carry over basically. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So just when you're pulling out your pumpkin pie, as long as you got that, like, kind of like a jello jiggle in a way. Like a pie twerk, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to think about it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, beginner question. Blind bake or not to blind bake your crust? When, when are those two, uh, you know, when, are, when is it applicable? Mm, always? Good question. For me, I always want to blind bake. Um, it just prevents a soggy crust, you know, from the beginning. Uh, there are times when I don't blind bake, like, uh, for example, my chicken pot pie, because it's a double crust. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like you can't really b- blind bake the bottom and then put the filling and then put the top. Mm-hmm. Well, you could, but, uh, <laughs> what I do like in that kind of case is, uh, I start the oven, like really hot temperature, bake it for like 20 minutes just to kind of seal in the crust. And then you drop the temperature and keep cooking. And nice. that always, so um, do you also do you also use those like pie weights and stuff like that to keep your crust like nice and even from like bubbling up and, and all? Or do you just use beans? Yeah. <laughs> I use beans. <laughs> Me too. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, you could actually use rice too. I didn't yeah. thought of that, but <laughs> I would like to see that a rice milk pie. Rice or chata milk. pie. Like a rose con leche pie? Maybe, yeah. You could do something like that. Yeah. Yes. 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 And you're already collaborating with Chef Brian Howard at Sparrow and Wolf, which is pretty damn awesome because that's an awesome restaurant and an awesome chef. You've also collaborated with Jolene Menina at SecretBurger.com, one of our friends. Like, literally, you're just, like, at the starting line, and this is happening already. Is that – how do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm pretty mind-blown that, <laughs> yeah. that these people uh, wanted to reach out, with me, uh, reach out to me and, like, collaborate with me on these things. Um, yeah, like I had no idea. Uh, he just uh, with Brian Howard one day on Instagram, he just reached out to me. Oh. I, was, yeah. I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you sure you have the right person?" <laughs> <laughs> and then how did how that process go? You know, like so he reached out, reaches out to you. You know, do you go down and like show him stuff, or how, how did that kind of you do a tasting? Yeah, how did that work? Uh, yeah. So he wanted, he already knew that he wanted to collaborate with me on a pie. So he gave, he like shot me some ideas, like we shot back and forth. And then I would go to the restaurant and sit down with him and like have him try these pies that I would make. And then uh, eventually he, uh, we settled on the egg custard pie. Mm-hmm. 
um, which is something I was doing for family a lot earlier. Um, and yeah, now it's on his menu. It's a uh, being served with like a red bean sauce and a bourbon chantilly. Yeah, I feel like the egg pie, is, uh, it, the custard custard pie, is like the most Asian pie that we can actually like get. Yeah, yeah, custard it's almost like, like an super, egg tart or something. Yeah, Cust- yeah custard exactly. is like super popular in Asian culture. Like yeah. I, I, I so want to like infuse like that custard with like some wild flavors, maybe like an Earl Grey some point because like yeah, Earl Grey tea really right good now. actually. Yeah, mm. drinking Earl Grey tea right now, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've done an Earl Grey pie actually. Oh, yeah. So how yeah. was it like custardy or was it like an? Yeah, Earl it was Grey? like a custard pie. Um, I did like a really thin layer of ganache at the bottom. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So that it wouldn't uh, make this uh, crust soggy. Yeah. But yeah, it was actually a special request. Where do you get your inspiration? Because now, see, as people like don't realize all the time that are outside of a professional kitchen, a lot of the time we're like robots there. So <laughs> we do what they say. We follow their menus. We follow their recipes. In some cases, to a T. You know, with not some, some kitchens, you don't even get to do specials. You're just constantly like a robot. Um, and cause the recipes are so amazing and brilliant. A lot of the time it's like, they don't want our input. Now that you have your life, your creativity all like let go into the world. How are you finding inspiration? Or has this all been kind of there and you've been waiting for it the whole time? Did you have like a notebook? Yes. Oh, you know, like all your like pie flavors and ideas, all that. or yeah. is there like a think tank or like a meditation room, a pie meditation room that you go into? <laughs> no, uh, funny enough, it's funny you mentioned that because back in 2018, I kept throwing out these ideas, and my husband would be there, so he'd be at the breakfast table, and like almost every day, like I was throwing out all these pie ideas that I had in my head. Yeah. So one day he came to me at, uh, like at breakfast and he put like a notebook in front of me. <laughs> write your stuff right down. <laughs> yes. And I almost use it like as a journal in a way. Like I've had it forever now. And uh, anytime I get an idea, whether it's like a business idea or like a promotional idea, like I just write it in there. So it's yeah. like full of all this random crazy drawing right. <laughs> and, and thoughts and whatever. So. Yeah, it definitely helps to have a notebook. That's an awesome tip. And like actually in some of like, you know, the more more important professional kitchens, they make you, you have to bring a notebook. You're supposed to be carrying it around with you all the time, like in your back pocket and like, you know, you're writing utensils and stuff. So it's a great tip, even for like home cooks, like you come up with ideas. There's so many great ideas that home cooks come up with, you know, writing it down gives you a chance to try them later on. Thanksgiving, of course, is around the corner. So what's in store for pop and pies for Thanksgiving, because we're talking the Super Bowl of pies here. I mean, if there's mm-hmm. a time when you're going to get a lot of orders, it's going to be freaking now. Um, what's in store? And then what's going on your Thanksgiving table? Because I'd like to know with somebody that just creates pies all the time, like, is it something super like spectacular or are you going to go pumpkin pie? Um, I'm a pretty classic person like <laughs> when it comes to Thanksgiving. Like I always have to have the like, mac and cheese, mashed potato, my green bean casserole. (laughs) Yeah. So in terms of that, like I've always just done traditional Thanksgiving. So my favorites are always pumpkin and pecan. Um, For for the pop and pies fall menu uh, right now, it's pretty much just the classics, you know, your pumpkin, pecan, apple crumble, sweet potato. Uh, Like I do like a salt and maple pie. 
Mm. Um, yeah, and then uh, some some of my customers know this already, but I do a lot of custom orders. Mm-hmm. So they'll they'll like just message me and they'll be like, "Hey, can you do this kind of a pie?" And I'll I'll do it, and it's mm. almost like a secret menu item in a way. <laughs> We're gonna move on to show and tell, Andrea. What do you have to show the class? Okay, so. Um, it was my birthday, uh, this past September, and one of my friends, she brought me this unique pie pan that mm-hmm. had a divider in the middle. Ah. <laughs> and it's funny because I see this and I feel like I've seen these at like random places throughout my life and I never thought about it. Mm-hmm. But this is actually perfect for when I'm uh, doing test recipes. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Give me some of that. I scale it down and then like if I want to tweak it, like I'll have like two different mixes and then I'll tweak one mix a different way and the other mm-hmm. one. And then I'll just bake it at the same time. Oh, that's really smart. I need to start yeah. doing that because it's like then you end up yeah, with too much food when you're like an R&D a lot of time. a lot of calories for sure. Yes. Calories and ingredients and like money and all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's perfect for testing out stuff, so. All right, Lou, let's move on to on the fly. Get your timer ready, Louie. Andrea, it's 60 seconds rapid fire questions, and you just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? Are you scared? Are you nervous? I'm ready. She's <laughs> ready. It's going to be fun, I promise. Okay, All camera's right. down. Go ahead, Lou. In now. Favorite sweet treat to eat? Ooh. Warm brownies. You're a Vegas native. What's your classic classic Vegas local spot? I like Ellis Island, for sure. For sure. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Ooh, teleportation. Best comfort food? Mac and cheese with ham. Green place to travel and eat. New Orleans. What? Childhood food craving. Ooh, spaghetti. Timer's going off, but we're still gonna go. Your pie making music. Pie making music. Uh, Anything Motown. Oh. I was hoping I was hoping you were gonna say the waitress soundtrack. Oh. <laughs> that sugar butter flower, like that music. Anyway. Oh, so <laughs> Go ahead, Louie. <laughs> You're on a desert deserted island. What's the one material thing that you want? Jeez, a notebook. Good. Last Good. thing is. Because we talked about The Waitress. Favorite scene in Waitress. It's a movie about a woman who loves pie making as much as you and I do. Yes. The fav- my favorite scene. It's all yeah. the scenes where she's uh, she's like imagining these different like, pies yeah. when she's going through things. Like she'll close her eyes and try to escape from reality and just start making up things. Yeah. Like I want her imagination. Like Louis, she will go into like um, sort of like thoughts where she's like my breaking up he's an asshole pie you know what I mean like oh that, that, like, just totally like emotional emotion based but sometimes that's some of your best stuff you know it's yeah, like, I wish I could think true. like her like 
in that yeah. movie. Just yeah, close like, my eyes and start thinking. <laughs> like, nice. I think one of them is like, I don't want to be pregnant with such and such as baby pie. You know what I mean? Like, and it was like a quiche with a brie yeah. and ham. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. All right. Um, last thing, go ahead and sell it for Poppin' Pies. Tell us about it. How do we reach you? That kind of thing. Um, so yeah, Poppin' Pies. Uh, I'm on Instagram, uh, at Poppin' Pies. Uh, just go on there, give me a follow. You know, if you see anything you like, just uh, shoot me a message. I'm very personal. Like, I love to connect with customers. So even if you just want to ask me a question about pies, like, you don't even have to buy anything. <laughs> ask me tips. I love talking about pie and anything, really. So Yay. Thank you, Andrea McLean. And don't forget that she said that she loves like the challenge. So give her a challenge, send her something that's totally crazy and she'll make it for you. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Actually I have something, I have something, uh, a friend asked me for this coming Thanksgiving, a Thanksgiving pie. (laughs) It's literally everything you could think of in a pie. Oh, it sounded normal at first because he was like, okay, I want turkey, uh, stuffing, cranberries. Like it sounded really good. And then he was like, I want pumpkin pie too. I was like, oh, thanks for listening to two sharp chefs in a microphone. We love subscribers almost as much as we love food. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate and review. And check out Two Sharp Chefs, that's with a number two, on Instagram and Facebook, as well as our WordPress blog. Email us with any questions and ideas at twosharpchefs at gmail.com. And Louie, we stream new episodes every Monday on iTunes, Spotify, Radio Public, and Stitcher. It's been a pleasure. We're 86th. Till next week.